underground MCs in the game who's been putting his stamp on a lot of shit. Uh, worked with a couple of legends that you might be uh, familiar with, uh, preferably Mr. DJ Muggs of Cypress Hill, Soul Assassins. I see uh, Crime Apple as being part of that family tree. You know, um, also another beautiful thing that I love about Crime Apple is how he infuses his Colombian heritage into his music. So uh, with, you know, that being said, Without further ado, my brother Crime Apple. Crime Apple, say what's up to the people, man. Yo, peace and love. Shout out to everybody tuned in right now. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. This is uh, episode 18 with uh, Crime Apple. I thank you for joining me today, man. You know what I'm saying? I know we built early in the week. Um, this is definitely one I was looking forward to. Uh, like I said, um, I've been doing a little bit of the promo early during the week and been gaining some some of the beautiful fans from Colombia, bro. So I <laughs> thank you for that. All right, hell yeah. All right, so uh, let's get started, man. I'm, you know, we're gonna go with the general question, but then I'm gonna weave it in where we just, you know, it's gonna be a comfortable conversation between us. You know how we build, right? Already. All right, man. So, uh, you know, who was it, or how were you introduced to hip hop? Shit. Probably my older brothers, my right. older brothers. You know, what I'm saying, I'm fortunate to have older brothers who, um, you know, put me on the game early. Yeah. yeah. And what was the What was the music that was the influence that was in the household from your brother? Man, shit. You know that I can remember really. It's like, you know, Elmatic, The Infamous, Ready to Die. You know, what I'm saying, Thirty Six Chambers. Classic. Classic. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Straight up. Straight up. All right. Well, you know, being that you out of New Jersey, you know what I'm saying? And New Jersey has uh, you know, a healthy a healthy, you know, plethora of MCs that came out of your state, you know, starting from, you know, poor righteous teachers to naughty by nature, you know, Redman, Queen Latifah, you know, even the outsiders, you know, Lords of the Underground, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I you know, I see you as an extension, you know, you're carrying on New Jersey tradition, you know what I'm saying? So I know this kind of started out for you as, uh, say, a hobby, but what was it at the point that made you take it, you know, actually seriously? Shit, I mean, I would say taking it serious. Yeah. Taking it serious, man. Um, where you just, where, I mean, where you just like, man, fuck it, I'm going after it. I know I'm built for this, you know what I mean? Nah, nah, definitely not. You know, you always have doubt. Um, I think it's just a human thing. You know what I'm saying? You have doubt and, you know, we tend to sometimes listen to people, you know what I'm saying, who might not yeah. um, be able to see the vision and stuff like that. So I don't know, man. I think, of, you know, taking it serious, serious um, was probably when I was just like, I was at a point where it was like, I just got to a point where I was just going to give it one last go. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because I had tried different things and you kind of go through growing pains and, you know, you do the showcases or you do the whatevers, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, I just hit my head against the wall, you know, so many times. And I figure, all right, well, you know, I love this thing so much that, you know, I know I could give it my all. I haven't given it my all yet. So I'm going to give it my all. 
and I think that's when I made the shift, and that's kind of when things started panning out. You know? Yeah. So you saying it made the shift, and you know, panning out. Can we say that? Uh, I guess after that shift, you know, when you linked up with Status Select on on that freestyle. For sure, definitely one of the moments initially that um is part of that shift, one hundred percent. Yeah, shout out to Static Selector, man, a legend in this game. Definitely put a stamp on a lot of dope MCs out here, you know, that we listen to today. You know what I'm saying? Um, my first inkling of you was I don't want to, I don't want to mispronounce it, Metrayela. Metrayeta, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I want you to describe the the you know your relationship between you and you know Buck Dudley, because it it, it just it seems to to mesh right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I was working with Buck, man, for maybe close to a decade prior, you know, or whatever, close to, you know, prior to that album coming out, and, um, you know, a lot of the a lot of the beats and the lyrics, um, was just kind of ended up being repurposed from things that we had done, mm -hmm. so it was real crazy to see people, you know, um, giving that warm reception to you know things that we was doing in 2009 2010 2011 yeah. you know right you were laying down the footwork yeah so you know that's my brother that's my brother you know what i'm saying um it's not as deeper than music yeah shout out yeah, to buck dudley man for real big time you know I, I know there was of course a couple of projects in between but then you know where i personally you know for me where i think it took off is when you linked with big ghost and I don't want to, I, I just always say, Agua. <laughs> I just leave it at that because I don't want to mispronounce it. You know what I'm saying? But when you got with Big Ghost LTD, I already knew it was something because, you know, the first time I remember Big Ghost working with somebody, of course, was, you know, the Griselda boys. You know what I mean? So right. with Big Ghost and with his production and to stamp, you know what I'm saying, from you to Vic Spencer you know, even to Uncle John, you know what I'm saying? What was it working like with Big Ghost? Because, you know, a lot of people just see, you know, the avatar and he's basically anonymous, you know what I'm saying? So how was it that you and him actually created that album, but for it to be so synergetic? But I know it had to be in opposite spaces because Big Ghost is funny about how he works. Uh, I mean, I think it was just me trusting the process. You know, uh, I was a fan you know, before before the music, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just a, his train of thought and his outlook, his viewpoints. Um, so I think that was a big thing, at least on my end, was just trusting the process, knowing that um, he was going to do what needed to be done. You know what I'm saying? Um, yes. I never, never, you know, I, I think I've heard of, you know, one or two people tell me they've spoken to him on the phone and shit like that. Like, I never even wanted to do that. I was like, Work. man, I respect the aura, I respect the mystery, and I just put faith in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it definitely came out as a dope project. Any possibility of a part two or any other works with Big Ghost coming? Yeah, that's a that's a um, that's a certainty. That's a certainty. You know, we owe the people that. You know, and when the planets align, everything is right. You know, we definitely gonna do that. Man, that's what's up, man. Shout out to Big Ghost, man. He definitely uh he definitely put it down on, on, on that. On that. Album and he definitely put it down with you know Van Gogh's with Ankh as well. Just everybody who he's worked with so far, you know what I mean. So shout out to Big Ghost, but for him working with you, I think that was actually monumental because it seems like you just see a certain tier within the underground. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't, 
not to say a certain cosign or if you don't get a certain production, it just seems like you're on a certain tier with these other MCs that are actually helping grow the game. You know what I'm saying? From the Onks to the Fly Anakins to, you know, to the Etos, to the Rome Streets, you know what I'm saying? So I just, I really appreciate, you know, your lyricism, you know, your music, you know, your art direction on how you put everything together. Because one of my favorite songs is what you uh, have done with DJ Skids. And that was Purple Rain. Mm. Yeah, bro. Like, you really have some, you know, you really have some joints in there where you get, uh, you know, pretty personal about it. You don't come across with the, of course, the norm of everybody's, you know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. connotation, you know what I mean? You actually put feeling and thought and thought-provoking words into the actual, you know, song. So if you can, being as though that was my favorite song, one of my favorite songs, you know, what was the, the idea behind Purple Rain and you know, you actually putting that out because it really was honestly, I think, personal. I mean, you know, it's one of those things like, I mean, those those are songs that are so personal and there's others like that. Yeah. Uh, those are songs that are so personal that I don't even like to listen to them. Really? You know what I'm saying? Not really. You know, not so, really. Uh, wow, that's crazy. I don't really like to listen to them just because, you know, they take me to, to, a, to a place. Mm -hmm. that, you know what I mean? So, um, and that's funny because that one, that that song in uh, Divine. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I even want to put him on the album. Wow. Um, that said, you know, I'm very fortunate, you know, to make a, a decent living, you know, doing what I do. And I feel, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like, when I let those kind of records fly, I feel like it's just, you know, I, I owe the people that type of content. True indeed. Um, so yeah, you know, at the end of the day, when we were putting the album together, finishing touches, you know, I was like, man, listen, just put it on there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's peace, man. So I'm, I want to take a step back to, you know, the album that you had done with uh, Big Ghost and it caught the ear of an actual legend uh dj mugs where he named it his top five in 2018. you know what i'm saying yep. him you know putting that out there that's definitely a, you know a huge blessing you know if we really want to you know take it there so um how did that you know how did that how did that team up come about you know with you and mugs like how did that come together well um I was in LA and um, I was doing some work um, at uh, at Alchemist's crib. Yeah, just passing through real quick, fucking with some joints. Ev was there and shit. And I had a show, um, I think like that evening. Okay. And I was scheduled to leave like the next day, the next morning. I was supposed to leave LA early in the morning. Word. Um, and Earn Dog, shout out to Earn Dog from Soul Assassin's Radio. Yes. He hit me up talking about hosting the Soul Assassin's or whatever. But it was like the next day, but like, you know, closer to the evening. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, like shit, I'm sitting there just thinking about it without trying to give him an answer, just figuring it out because you know, I'm an independent artist and at that time, you know, I was doing I wasn't doing as good as I'm doing now. I feel you know what I mean? Yeah, no so problem. it's like, yo, damn, we gotta change the flight. You know, I'm with my DJ, we gotta change the flights, we gotta we gotta get a you know what I'm saying, a, a new spot, we gotta get a new whip. 
So I got to, like, pay attention. Like, you know, it's, is this something I should do right now just to host a radio show? And, again, Earn Dog's hitting me talking about hosting a radio show. He's not talking about I'm going to introduce you to DJ Muggs. I, you know, I'm assuming I'm just going to, a, you know, a studio to host a show. Right. Um, but I kind of knew, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, cool. I made up. I'm like, all right, bet. We're going to have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then I walk in and Alchemist seen the look on my face. He's like, what's up? And I'm like, yeah, I just got a call from Aaron about Move doing this thing tomorrow. Word. And Al was the first one to be like, yeah, you got to do that. So I was like, okay, that means something. And I still didn't know what it was until I walked in and this, you know, actual, you know, Soul Assassin's compound and Muggs is right there. So wow. uh, from there, you know, I just went and did what I had to do in the in the B room and um, did the drops for the show. And then when I came out, he was like, yo, you want to do a record? And shit. Maybe Jeez, five hours real. later, we might have had like seven joints. You know what I mean? Already. Yeah. Pass. So, yeah, yeah shout out to Mug, shout out to Earn Dog, everybody, Soul Assassin's family. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, Guys can yeah, yeah, shout out to them, man. Um, mm -hmm. let, let's talk about, you know, you and Mugs going to Medellin. Yeah, so, um, shit, we was working on the album. You know, we had done some work on it. Um, we wasn't even like halfway through. And right. uh, Wet Dirt was about to come out. And I remember, like, Wet Dirt took a, a little bit of a longer time than I'm used to. So when it was finally, like, finished and coming out, you know, I was just going to go to Columbia just, you know, on vacation. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of celebrate on my own, whatever. Right. And the thought that occurred to me, just knowing that Muggs is a worldly person and, you know what I'm saying, travels a lot and shit, you know, I had just thought to myself, like, hey, you know, this might be something he might be interested in just coming to kick it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I got on the phone with him one day. And it was crazy because before I could even mention it, you know, he asked me, he was like, yo, you got family in Columbia, by the way? And it's like, when he asked that question, I already knew what he was saying. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, we're going to do the album in Columbia. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? And then that was it. Yeah. Just like that. That's crazy. So being as though, you know, I know, you know, you, you rap, you know, Columbia to the fullest. I mean, in your music, you know, you, you know, you rep your heritage, you know, proud, and that's how it should be. But you know, being as though mixing it in with the culture of hip hop and the culture of where you come from, you know, your ancestors, so on and so forth. How was that actual moment in Medellin with Mugs and knowing that, you know, what I'm saying you're receiving that type of love from that legend to actually come to your home. I mean, yo, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if I've ever, um, you know, been able to, like, captured, felt anything like that, you know what I'm saying, in life, for sure, like, you know, it's definitely, like, you know, it's, it's one day we're on my, you know what I'm saying, on my, on, on, on my family's block, with my whole, you know, with my grandparents, you know, raised my whole family, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. It's not a block, that, and it's not a neighborhood that anyone just goes to. You know what I'm saying? And we're in just different spots where just nobody can just go to. Right. Did anyone go to Columbia and go to a resort or do the tourist shit? But like, just we're in places where, hey, just a lot of people just are never going to go to. Right. And on top of that, you know, it's just like my family, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're just seeing it. And then, you know, and then even, and, and it's different now too because the, you know, the awareness has grown so much more since then. But even seeing that there was people who was hip to me, um, shit, like, I can't even front. Like I remember at one point, you know, my logo is the um my logo is the, you know, a flip of the of the Juan Valdez logo. 
Okay. You know what I'm saying? With some uh, with some minor adjustments. Mm -hmm. And in that logo is, you know, the the donkey. Um, you know, maybe like a couple of days into the trip, you know what I'm saying? Maybe towards like the latter half and shit. You know, we just on this crazy, crazy farm and shit doing this video. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm just sitting on the side of the cliff. You know what I'm saying? Because right. we was moving so fast every day. It was just working, working, working. I hadn't really had a time to like think about it. And I was just sitting there by myself, you know what I'm saying? It's on the side of the cliff and shit <laughs> with the donkey. You know what I'm saying? I'm just looking at my hand. I'm like, damn, this is like this is like some Batman shit. Like this is how Batman became Batman type shit. Wow. I'd be lying if I said I didn't shed a tear. Like it was monumental. It's like the it's like an Ali when Will Smith was, you know, went out for a jog by himself. And then by the end of the jog, everybody's following him. You Word. know what I'm saying? And in that year, after that first triple mugs and that show, you know, I went back and did like you know, three more appearances. And, you know, the last time I was out there it was a festival with, you know, thousands of people in the crowd. So, yeah, man, like monumental, like, you know, so far one of the absolutely one of the biggest, most rewarding, gratifying uh, milestones of my career, 100 percent. Yeah, that's peace, man. And, and and I actually, you know, been fortunate to, you know, see you live and, you know, I honestly, you know, work with you live. You know, thank you for. Yep. You know, adding on with, you know, Ankh when you came down for October, you know, for Howard Homecoming, you know what I'm saying? And then the last time when, you know, you and I were together was when uh, you opened up for Cypress Hill for the, the Halloween joint up yep. at, uh, what was I think, PlayStation Theater? Yeah, PlayStation was, Theater. Know, yeah, Rock, uh -huh. Rock Marciano, of course, you and, you know, Cypress Hill was definitely a, a family affair. So yep. you know, everything that I, I feel that, you know, I see that you're doing is, you know, is definitely deserved because you've been definitely putting in the work. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my sister, Keisha Plum. Peace to Griselda. She in here. She just tapped in. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man, Medellin, Colombia. I mean, straight out of what? New Jersey? Never thought of you. And, you know, was at one point where you, you was thinking about being done with all of this. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and look where you're at now. So, uh, you know, just... Dropping the beautiful album, If I Don't See You in Paradise. That's, I'm definitely been getting into that study. And shout out to Bernard Artwork with a crazy, uh, you know, art cover. You know, the artwork is, of course, you know, what was uh, your mind work, you know, your mind frame going into that album? You know what I'm saying? After just dropping Madalo and, and so on and so forth. Was it a need just to put out more content? Or, you know what I'm saying? It's just something you felt you wanted to get off your chest. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm always, I'm always writing. I'm always making new songs, and you know, every song shouldn't come out. Um, you know, if I was to talk about the headspace, I guess that's like, you know, it's after you know the the album preceding that album is uh, Jaguar on Palisade. Yes, which you know was just like weird to put out because it was like right when you know COVID got real stupid and the state of emergency. You know what I'm saying? Like I had thoughts about not putting it out and whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't even know if I've even told anyone this, but definitely if I had to be like sincere, you know what I'm saying, which I always feel like is my duty to some extent with the people, you know, that album for sure, you know, if I don't see you in paradise, um, a lot of it was done definitely like in a, you know what I'm saying, I was more in a, you know what I'm saying, I wasn't really in a great place, you know what I'm mm. saying? Like in terms of just like, you know, emotionally and shit, very depressed when I did well, shit. Pardon the cut your wisdom, brother, because with you saying that, you know, there's two standout songs on there that, that ring true to me. 
hold on in oceans. Very personal. So, you know, if you can go ahead and keep explaining. Yeah, you know, so that's kind of where I was at. And, you know, not like, you know, not like suicide prevention hotline type of depressed, but just, you know, just looking at the state of the world and everything that's going on. And it's like, man, you know what I'm saying? Just for lack of a better term, just bummed out. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. I got, you know, I, I got, I got more money than I could ever have imagined making off of music. Um, you know, all praises due to God, you know, the people I care about are alive and well. Yes. But I still found myself in that space where it was, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, it was just a couple months of just feeling like that. And, you know, the best thing I know how to do when it comes to that is just channel it into the art, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And, what you, I, I, and, and you know, you saying that is, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, that's the artist in you, that's nah, the human in you. You know what not. I mean? Absolutely. Um, we all have our days, you know what I'm saying? And right. I know with the social media, you know, you see it, I see it. You know, it's a lot of fronting, but then there's days, you know, I, I guess let's just say people want to put on a mask when in actuality things ain't going right. You know what I'm saying? I think we all go through that, but you know, it comes through in your music. And um, I, I thank you for, you know, putting out songs like, you know, Purple Rain, Hold On, Ocean, Divine. I mean, we can go on, you know what I'm saying? Because yep. you know, a, a, a lot of people can just put out music out here and just keep releasing stuff for face value, but it won't stick or won't resonate. You know what I'm saying? Is, is it yep. something that you can go back to? What do you mean exactly? I mean, I'm just saying, like, I know there's, let's just say there's microwavable, microwavable music. Right. Okay. I came up in an era where, you know what I'm saying? We definitely got the appetizer, of course, which is the single, then the maxi single, you know what I'm saying? And then we got the full course meal. And we got the full course meal, whereas we got to sit with that album for a year, maybe two years, maybe even three years before we got to the next work, you know what I'm saying? Whereas we're in an age now where it just seems like a lot of music is just seems to be disposable. You know what I'm right. saying? And there's nothing wrong with, you know, the artists definitely want to put out their music and their art. But at the same time, do you want it to stick or do you just want it to be, of course, disposable off to the side? And what I'm saying is with your music is it's something I can always go back to. Regardless of the year, whatever year you made it in, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, so, nah, um, I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm, legacy is very big to me. Um, that's, you know, that's first and foremost, outside mm -hmm. of any, you know, um, financial interests, you know, it's legacy. It's putting it down and representing myself and, you know, my people and my family properly and just telling my story in the, in the best way that I can. Um, and, you know, one of my goals that I will hope people who listen to my music can notice is that I never want to make the same album twice. Exactly. And you don't. Never, never want to do that. And even if that's sometimes safe. So, cause you can do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And you could do that. And you know, I have perfect one, perfect two EP, perfect three. And there's cases like that where it's just like, cool, you know, this is a, this is a thing that works. I feel like doing that again. But for the most part, I generally don't feel that way. You know what I mean? Right. Like people say, yo, you know, where's Aguardiente 2? Or where's Metralleta 2? Or yo, you and Muggs going to make Medallo 2. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that's not my thing. You know, I'd rather, at the risk of maybe losing, you know, a couple sets of years, 
I got some new ones. Yeah, I gotta be true to me and I you know, I wanna make I wanna make albums that's different, you know what I'm saying? I wanna I wanna hit you with different colors, you know what I'm saying? As often mm -hmm. as I can. Well, that's a beautiful thing to hear from you as a young artist because you know I, I know a lot of them you know don't think that way you know what i'm saying it's more so i don't know get to the bag and make it do what it do you know what i'm saying instead of actually and i know, can't knock that you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, yeah control. i can't knock that i'm not knocking that but i'm just i'm just we gotta, saying, we got you know, the lane that i can. come from you know what i'm saying the lane i come from the lane you come from you already seen who you know who we be around you know what i'm saying and it's yep. definitely about legacy and integrity. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, no diss to what you do, but, you know, I like what I like. You know what I'm saying? For sure. I mean, look, plenty of albums that sound like other albums, and I, and I like them both. You know what I'm saying? Word. Word. So, I, you know, I like. I, it's not like, you know, there's no knock to anyone who does that shit because shit, I've done it in, in an instance or two where it's like, yeah, Perfect 2 sounds like Perfect 1 or whatever the case may be. But, you know, for me, that's just... You know it's important to me and it just feels better to me you know what i mean yeah that's what it is man that's i can live is. with that you know yeah i mean you definitely can live with that i can live with it too because you're putting out great work bro you know what i'm saying and, appreciate you uh you know first time meeting you you know we already knew what it was you know what i'm saying just off the strength of definitely unk, but just some other shit, you know what i'm saying and then every time we see each other you know shout out to dj brown 13, you know, it's always love, you know what I'm saying? Just the whole clique, the whole family, you know what I'm saying? So I'm yeah. just, I just appreciate you in general. Likewise. All right, that's what it is. Well, you know, I, you know when we built, I already told you I wasn't going to take up much of your time, you know what I'm saying? But I really wanted you to be part of, you know what I'm saying, the first season of uh, Chopping It Up With The Conduit. This is something that I came about, you know, during this pandemic thing, since, you know, I, I like the live uh, entertainment aspect of things so we had to pivot and of course i thank you and many of the other guests who have joined you know our first season um you care to tell everybody you know what you up to now you know what you got coming next and you know how they can get with you and how they can spend some money with you to support as well uh man you know i like to play everything close to the chest man i like when things come out by surprise yes i mean one thing i can say um, is definitely, definitely, definitely be on the lookout, you know, for the family, you know what I'm saying? Primo Prophet, Ransom Boulevard, Michelangelo, you know, RLX, Brown 13, you know what I'm saying? Buck Dudley, you know what I'm saying? That's what we are right now is just, you know, everyone else putting their things together and, um, you know, supporting that. So it's like you rock with me and you rock with Manteca, the nice man, though. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it's not no bullshit where it's like, yo, it's, it's just because it's my homie. It's not. It's because it's things that I that I believe in, things that resonate with me, things that I listen to. Exactly. So that's where we at with it. That's what's up, man. Well, man, my brother, Crime Apple, again, man, New Jersey's finest. You know what I'm saying? Columbia's finest. I'm proud to call you my brother, man. Um, continue success in everything that you do. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, reflected. Of course, you already know we got the math and we build on some other things. You know, whenever you want to link, hook up on some other joints, man. You know what I'm saying? Let's get busy, okay? Absolutely. Yo, love always, bro. Always, crime. You already know what it is, man. One love. I'll see you soon. Yep. Showing up. All right? Peace. All right, y'all. Peace and love. Thank you for joining me this Sunday, episode 18, with my brother, Crime Apple. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, uh, this is a first season of chopping it up with the conduit um we'll be ending off the
But like I said, man, y'all be safe with each other. Thank y'all for tuning in with me every Sunday. It's definitely been a journey. Salute to my executive producer, Mika Sunga. She's the best. She's the one who's pushed me to do this. So, you know, if you like watching, if you like listening, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple, we're on SoundCloud, Audio Mac. Please subscribe, share, comment, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and let's keep engaging. And I promise, you know, season two is definitely going to be a good one with some more guests to come and a little bit of twist too. So enjoy the rest of y'all Sunday. Practice social distancing. Man, wear your mask. You know, be close to your loved ones. All right, y'all, man. Y'all have a good Sunday. I'm in the robe. Chicken popping on the stove. We dove. Head first into the air.